what's happening this your boy nutty free i'm gonna welcome y'all back to the hecka dangerous podcast as always i want to thank you for liking sharing subscribing commenting all that stuff you do we enjoy a really really great podcast um this is episode 72 and i truly mean this more than ever that i am truly honored and blessed to still be the chosen vessel to steward over this here ministry called the heck of dangerous podcast um he knows me you understand what i'm saying he knows me he's seen every text i've sent he's seen every single internet search i've done he's 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 heard every single word i've ever said to somebody um he's seen it all he's seen it all he's heard it all he's heard every single thought that goes through my head he knows everything that i've done and yet he still chose me he knows my shortcomings he knows my sins and he still allows me he allows me he allows me to still be the steward over this uh here at ministry so i'm just so grateful um the last episode was about a couple weeks ago and um i talked about the the website launch and um i hope you guys have been visiting it if you haven't um it's rockies.com i'll put it in the description but um i haven't updated recently but i'm definitely going to start to update it as more content becomes available um so just be on the lookout for that uh i want to I'm, I'm gonna try to make this episode short and sweet um but i'm also gonna let the the holy spirit speak <laughs> um there was a couple of things that the holy spirit wanted me to share with y'all in this episode so i'm just gonna dive into it the first one that um he put onto my heart was stop and obey um, now it's like, what does that mean? Stop and obey. We live in a, in a time where um, we're looking for stuff that's postable. We're looking for stuff that's quotable. We're looking for stuff that's memorable, right? And a lot of times the Lord will tell us things and we'll jump the gun and go tell other people. We'll start to minister to people. We'll start to, you know, like we may hear a good word in the sermon and we'd be like, ooh, Oh, somebody such and such needs to hear this, not knowing that we're part of such and such, right? And so, like, one example that I'll give you is, like, one thing the Lord has been telling me lately is that I need to set the tone in my home. Like, whatever um, needs to be accomplished is going to be accomplished through my actions and the way that I respond to my family, um, what I do when I'm in this house, what I do when I'm away from them is, is going to set the tone, right? And so that's a good word, right? And ain't nothing wrong with sharing, right? I don't want you to be like, oh, I shouldn't share. Um, but we gotta stop and obey. Like what like we like I'll like I could hear a word like that and I could think of somebody who's struggling, or I could think of somebody whose household is messed up, and I'll go run to that person. I'll be like, Oh, you need to hear this. The Holy Spirit put this on my heart. Or, oh, I heard this at service on Sunday, not knowing that it's also meant for us to obey. So all I'm saying is, is that when you are given a word from the Lord, <laughs> don't automatically assume that it excludes you or don't exclude yourself from it. Know that it's meant for you to obey. Um, I can't remember who said it. Uh, Skip Isaac. All scripture is relevant. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because you may not deal with um, anger or just because you may not have the same lust problems that King Solomon had does not mean that that still isn't relevant to you. You dig what I'm saying? So 
Um, stop and obey. You know what I'm saying? Stop and obey um, whatever it is that he is telling you. Um, it is totally okay to share a good word with people, but you know, just remember that it's it's relevant to you too. There's a reason why you heard it. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Is yeah. Um, the other thing the Holy Spirit wanted me to share was, um, and this is a big one. Um, do everything in love. Um, may love be the driving force behind your decisions, your actions, whatever it may be. You know. Um, and parents are gonna feel me on this one once I get a little deeper into it, but. We say God is love, right? If we love saying that God is love, God is love. Well, if God is love, then we should be doing everything in love, right? Like everything we should do should be motivated by, be motivated by love. Like I'll give you an example. Um, for me personally, I've been looking for um, a good devotional book for the family to uh, dive into. And I was struggling to find a good book. Like I was struggling to find the one that would be beneficial. And the reason why I was struggling was because I realized what the Lord was telling me was my motivation wasn't right. Um, what, what was driving me to, to find this book wasn't right. You know, um, as parents, we, we can, we can, we can think that certain things will help our kids or fix them. Right. And so I was thinking that, um, this would help him, like this is going to help him. But what, what I need to understand was that the Lord reminded me, reminded me what my role is in this household. It's not to, you know, make people love me more or, or, or try to be more appeasing. My role is to lift them up to the Lord and, and to teach, especially my boys, to teach them who's they are. You know what I'm saying? Um, even my wife, to, to, to um, grow her in the Lord, to encourage her in her walk, to plant seeds um, in my family in good soil. You know, knowing that I'm not going to have a bunch of spiritual apple trees in my house next week or tomorrow. Or, or a year from now, but that it will start to bud, right? And so um, I had to remember to do it in love, like that that I'm going through a study because I want, you know, my wife came to me and talked about us doing more things together in the spiritual sense, and also making sure that my son knows who his Lord and Savior is, you know what I'm saying? And, and helping him build his own spiritual foundation for his walk. And, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so once I kind of got into that space of understanding that this is about my son knowing his Lord and Savior and, and have and growing his own spiritual foundation, it all changed. You know what I'm saying? But especially in black communities, I can't speak for other communities, but in black communities, we have this weird thing about raising our kids to preparing our kids to be in a world where we know where we no longer exist, as if we're their saviors, if we're some big and bad person right um we 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 raise our kids for a life where we don't exist as if we're not here right now like it's always about oh i'm not gonna always be here which i mean there's some type of value to that but that in itself is, is really in fear and pride and so i've had to learn that when you do things or your motive or your actions or decisions are motivated by anything except for love you're going to get undesirable, unflattering, ungod honoring results. Uh, one example I think of is my wife was telling me a story about how our oldest boy, um, so he does these things, right, where it's like 
and and I mean, he's doing just typical kid stuff, right? Like we're like kids are self centered, and it's about them, and, and and you want the best of the best, right? Um, she had bought three donuts, and um, you know, it was like he 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 was eating them, and he was saving one, uh, saving he was eating them, you know, what I'm saying. Or wait, 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 wait. That's not a good example. Let me, let me, let me, let me act like I didn't say that part. Um, one thing I think about um, is like doing things in greed. Like I think about how, like what we'll do is we'll bring out um, a bowl of, let's say chips and we'll say, share with your younger brother, right? And what will happen is, is that he'll want to eat them so fast he wants to eat them really fast so like his brother doesn't get as many as him, that he could get as many of whatever snack is in that bowl, let's say chips. But what happens is, is that myself or my wife sees that and ends up giving the, the youngest his own allotment of chips. And so then he ends up being upset and he starts to feel like his favoritism because not only did they have to split a bowl, but now he's getting his own separate bowl separate from his older brother, right? But it was a greed that that it was that greed that moved him, that greed that led to that that result. But it was like if you do things in love, you share it with your brother, you know, and ask for more because you want some more of it, you know, we don't mind breaking bread and getting some more of the chips so they can share them, right? And so um that's just that's just an example of a kid. But we could be like that spiritually, you know what I'm saying, where it's like we uh we're doing things. And we're wondering why we're getting the results that we're getting. You know, I think about relationships. I think about um, just all kind of different things and how we get into relationships with people, and we we don't we don't get relationships with those people because of love. We get into it because we're looking for a savior. We get into it because um, whatever reason, and at least undesirable at least undesirable results because you got with that person not because of love, but because of whatever it may be, you know, you, you need a second income or you need somebody to help you with um, whatever, or you just, you just tired of being alone. You know what I'm saying? But everything we do must be rooted in love. It must be rooted in love. And that's something that I've had to check myself on. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I saying that? And um, it's funny because I overheard my wife speaking um, to, uh, to a friend about certain things that I do. And um, I try to make sure that things that I do, the way I interact with my family is rooted in love. You know, um, I'm a very intentional person, you know. And so when I'm doing certain things, when I'm saying certain things, um, it's because I know things. It's because things have been revealed to me. I'm being very intentional about what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, if there's a person who I know um, is very insecure about their music, you know, I'm, I'm very much uh, big on, you know, sharing their music, um, you know, letting them know I enjoy their music, just doing things, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes I might be silly with it, but I just really want them to feel that love, you know what I'm saying? But um, just doing things I love is um, a, a, a big thing. <laughs> it's a big thing. Make sure that love is um, the driving force behind the things you're doing, you know what I'm saying? And um, for the love of Christ, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think about the music, you know what I'm saying? Like, the music has been able to go to a different place, have a different sound. It's so different now because 
I'm doing it for the love of Christ. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just pray that uh, y'all do everything in love. Um, another thing that uh, I was reminded of when I was talking to my wife and I was talking to my brother in Christ, Ernest, earlier this week was um, the company you keep is <laughs> going to affect your... Um, the company you keep is very crucial, Right. Like you need you need people around you who are pouring into you. You need people around you who are um, additions to your life, not subtractions. You need people in your life who are um, pushing you to where you need to go. You need people in your life who are encouraging you. You need people in your life who complement um, where you want to be. Like as a believer, as a husband, there's certain people that. I'm cool with that. I have no personal beef with, but I know that in this season of my life, they're not complimentary to what I'm doing. Like, you know, I have a homie where it's about spending money. It's about running through chicks and, you know, like, you know, he's a cool person to catch a basketball game with something like that, but he's not someone that I want or should have in my ear or within my circle. Right. Cause let's put it like this, right? Like, Let's say, let's just keep using this person as an example. That's not a person that I can talk to, that I could get wise counsel from when it comes to my marriage because their mental setup, their wiring is a whole different space, right? So, you know, like I remember talking to this person about how I wanted to trade in my bucket and get something that fit the family, you know, something that that had that was more space and this person's like, you should get you a two-seater, get something for you, something, you know, that you can smash the city with, right? And automatically, that response right there showed me where their mind was at, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to, because I'm friends with single people who are who are very complimentary to where I'm going, right? So I'm not saying that, like, just because you're married that you need to be around none but married people, but I'm sure it doesn't hurt, right? And so, um, just be mindful of the company that you keep around you. You know, be mindful of the people that you're sharing your goals with, that you're talking about your family with, that you're talking about. You know, what I'm saying like, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like I've said on this podcast before, but I remember, you know, talking to a girl, and you know, we supposed to be talking, right? And I told her, you know, my goals of, you know, using music and and and, and getting money from that. And one day opening up a community center, a resource center in South Sac, and her first response was, oh, like most businesses flop in the first year, right? Like she wasn't even hearing where I was coming from. She couldn't comprehend um, the heart of what I was doing, right? And so that was someone who wasn't properly aligned with where I'm going, what I was doing, right? So, you know, just be mindful, man, because we'll, we'll, we'll get in a space of talking to people who ain't got your best interests in mind, right? Or who, who you know, who are a lot of times the people in your circle, your friends, they is your competition. You know, they looking at you when you get a job, uh, when you get a promotion and they, they, they wonder how you get that promotion or why you deserve that or, you know, or, you know, I've had friends where I've been cool with them and they throwing success in the face. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember riding around my homie and I was playing, um, you know, Nate Curry to him. And I was like, man, like Nate Curry, he was like, bro, I get it. You know, Nate Curry, shut up about it. And like, he took it. So I was flexing. I was not flexing at all. I was excited. You know what I'm saying? To, to be in that space. 
And so your excitement, your joy could, could seem like boasting, could seem like bragging to them when you're literally just being joyful. You're just being happy, right? And so um, just be mindful, man, because those are people that you be sharing. Sometimes we be sharing our deepest thoughts with um, and they run around and they, 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 you know, they, you know what I'm saying? Like my brothers, Paul and Constantine, those are two people who are, you know, excited for me, but they're also people who hold me accountable. And that's the flip side is too, is that you need people in your life that hold you accountable. You got to have people in your life that you let be themselves. Like Paul is a kind of person who would rather offend. He'd rather say something offensive to you um, that you, not, it's not even offensive, right? He rather tell you something that's real and truthful that you might find offensive and hurtful, and if, and you correct yourself, then then sit there and let you continue to hurt yourself, and he not say nothing and keep the peace, right? He rather disturb the peace of a friendship for the sake of 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 his friend. And you need people like that. You need people that ain't just gonna be that, that don't just uh, cosign everything you do. That don't just think everything is dope. You need people who don't think every song you drop is tight, who don't laugh every single post. My friends don't like all my posts. At least I don't think they do. You know what I'm saying? That's cool if they do, right? But what I'm saying is you need you need those people who, who are really invested in the friendship. You know what I'm saying? Really invested in the betterment of you. And so um, I'm so grateful to have a brother who holds me accountable like that. Um, big time. <laughs> big time, man. Big time. Um before I get out of here, um, I just want to say I love my wife. <laughs> Very deep, right? I just want to say I love my wife, man. Um, I just love her. Um, I got something else I'm going to share, but I just want to kind of get into this real quick. And it'll kind of lead into the next one. But I just love my wife, man. Um, I think that the busyness of this world... I think that our own egos, our own pride, just life can get in the way of remembering how blessed you are. Um, being married is such a blessing, especially when you're married to your best friend, especially when you're married to the person that God hand chose for you. It's a blessing. My wife loves me. Um, I was I was looking at a video, right, of a... Uh, Jaden and me, and it was like a long time ago, right? And man, like my hair was looking all crazy, you know, everything just looking toe up. And I was thinking, like, that's the man that she wants to marry. That's who she was in love with. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, really? Like, I don't think I got a haircut until like almost two years into knowing her. I'm like, really? I, I, I think about about my bucket I used to drive, and I'm like, she looked at that and was like. That's attractive. You know what I'm saying? That man driving that thing's attractive. You know what I'm saying? Um, she even reminded me, like, when I met you, you didn't have a job. And sure, I didn't have a job because of, because I got laid off because of the pandemic. But nonetheless, I didn't have a job. I didn't have any type of income coming in at that time. And I think about uh, just where we are today, where I'm at today. And that woman loved me. You know what I'm saying? And... Um, it's just beautiful being with the person that God hand selected for you because you see beyond the trauma. You see beyond the physical, the temporal. 
you see what God sees. You 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 get a you get a little preview. Like you got it's like he's taking off his his holy divine glasses and put them onto you, and now you can see through his lens. What a blessing. What a blessing. Um what a blessing, man. Um it's an amazing feeling, you know. Um uh, marriage is work. Marriage is a challenge. But truth be told, marriage itself, I don't even think that marriage itself is a work, is not is a is a, a challenge or work. It's us. Marriage itself is beautiful. Just like sex is beautiful. Just like life is beautiful. It's us. The stuff that we do in the middle. Um that uh it's the stuff that we do that throws it off. Ain't nothing wrong with marriage. Marriage is beautiful. Speaking of the middle, man, um, when God gives you a calling and you and you figure out the calling of your life, don't skip the middle. Don't miss out on the middle. Um, I, I had a I had a work review recently, and um, my manager was talking to me and keep in mind, this is a work review. And he just out of out the blue was like, Hey man, you know, anybody ever told you that, uh, you're going to be a pastor one day. And the thing that was a trip to me is that people have told me that, but it's people who've seen me in the church realm, the spiritual realm. This is a guy who literally just sees me, um, working, packing blood, talking to coworkers, but just, just by how he sees me doing the job, seeing me interact with people, he's seen that calling. And so I was talking to uh, a brother about it, a brother in Christ, Ernest, and he was talking about that calling. And I was like, you could, you could get a calling on your life, but not now. Sometimes you just need to do it now. But it could be a lot of times it's not now. And so I'm in a space of training, of growing, developing towards that calling. Um, I know for the most part how the end goal is supposed to look for the calling that he's put on my life. But it's the middle stuff. It's the taking care of my family, um, you know, being being better with my idle time, you know, things of that nature. Um that count. This is called a walk, right? This is not called a sprint. This is a walk that we're, that we're, it's called a Christian walk. This is something that we're doing daily, picking up our cross daily, not every so often. We're picking up our, our cross daily. We, we, we represent him daily, right? And so, um, don't miss that middle part. That's the best stuff. You know, I think about, um, you know, doing this podcast, and, you know, putting out the music. It was all the stuff that led up to it um, that made it awesome. Last thing I'm going to share with y'all before I get out of here um, is <laughs> never cease to be in awe of our Lord and Savior. Um, and, you know, I pray that you guys meditate on how good he's been. I'm blessed to be in a space where I can review it. Like, the stuff... You know, there's things I've done for the Lord that are 
in the world, right? Like I can listen to this podcast. I can rewatch um, Say So. I can listen to, <coughs> I can listen to my music to my ears blow out, right? Watch videos. And um, it's funny, right? Because uh, I, I gave a, I, I gave a message at City Church last January. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, man, that was a mess. Like, I wasn't like I like the way the way it came out. In my mind was that I was stuttering, I wasn't clear, blah blah blah. And I happened to record songs too. I record songs like, dang, that was horrible. And then I hear the song, and it'll be so beautiful. And so, a lot of times, I, I like I used to avoid uh, my content, you know, for humility. And I remember people would think that I was avoiding it because of like insecurity or lack of confidence, but it's more so just to keep me humble. And also just like I got other stuff to do, right? Like I, I got better things to do than to listen to myself talk. But I listened to that I listened to that message I gave last January for like four, four like four times through, four times through, back to back to back to back. And I was just in awe of how beautiful the message was. And it's just a it's just um it's just so beautiful to see how God uses us. To see how God uses us, you know. Um, I'll put it to you like this. Um, I, I, you know, I don't need to, you know, there's things in the Bible sometimes where, you know, we wish that we could see it or we, you know, we, we, we uh, wrestle with that was real or not, or, you know, so on and so forth, right? Whatever. And <laughs> I was telling God today, I don't need to see you walk on water. I don't need to see you turn water into wine. I don't need to see you uh, make a lame man walk. I don't need to see you do nada. I don't need to see you rise, uh, raise a uh, last from the dead. None of it. I don't need to see you remove the demon uh, from the from the child, uh, from the from the man's uh, son. None of it. Because I can look at my, I can look at me and see the miracles that you work. Me. So don't cease to, uh, n- never cease to be amazed by by our Lord and Savior. I even think about my brother Paul. He was like talking to me about uh, this new promotion he was getting. I was like, "Bruh, when I met you, you didn't have no car. You know, you didn't have no job. You didn't have no income coming in. I remember uh, just getting a job. You know, it's like a little pandemic over the phone thing. Then it turned to a full on position with the company. To now, you know, being you know." one of the top people in that company, right? And then, you know, how the Lord is ha, has uh, molded him to be able to represent him in that space of service. And so um, never lose sight of how great he is, you know? I think that um, these news cycles on social media can have us twisted. We could get so, you know, all I ever hear people talk about is, these mass shootings, um, gas prices, so on and so forth. And those things are real. I'm not taking away from it, but that's not it, man. Like, that's all we talk about, right? Um, I like what Paul said. My brother Paul, he said, um, hope is a condition, not a circumstance. If I have lupus, And I become a billionaire. Guess what I am? A billionaire with lupus. 
<laughs> and so we are spiritual billionaires and we have the hope in him and and he eloquently put it it doesn't mean i'm walking around with fake optimism i'm walking around with hope i'm not walking around smiling but i'm also but i'm i'm reassured that i'm not crushed by things that I could be hurt by things that I could feel it, but then I'm not crushed by things that I still have the hope, you know, I still have my Lord and Savior, my Lord and Savior. Right. And so um, it's just a beautiful thing, man. Don't grow complacent in him. Um, that's something I have to remind myself. And that's the one beautiful thing that I get to see through social media at times is seeing how the Lord is using, you know, my brother, Nate, um, you know, just seeing how the Lord, it's working in different people's lives around me. It's a, um, it's a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful thing. Um, anywho, um, I think I might just give y'all like a, a song from the album, um, just for the sake, just for the heck of it. Um, why not? I'm gonna give y'all. I don't know a song. I'm gonna pick a song. But yeah, I hope y'all enjoy. Um, the song that I'm going to play. Um, thank you once again for supporting the podcast. I truly love y'all, man. Um, remember to pray for somebody, man. Pray for this world. You know what I'm saying? This world needs prayer every day, every second. And I'm part of this world. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, man, it's your boy, Nady Free. You've been listening to the Heck of Danger podcast. Um, I'll catch y'all when I catch y'all. Yee-hee. In the 